Hello, hello, and welcome to PS10 Radio. I am your host, Angeline, and today is an episode of self-care. Narcissist. What exactly is it? Well, I've done just a little bit of research on it, and it stems from the term narcissistic personality disorder. And that is a disorder that involves a pattern of self-centered, arrogant thinking and behavior, a lack of empathy and consideration for other people, an excessive need for admiration. Um, This might sound very familiar to someone we know very well who's in the spotlight right now. So this was found on helpguide.org. The first article we explore is Eight Ways to Handle a Narcissist by Dr. Susan Cross Whitbourne on Psychology Today. So how to keep your own emotions in check when dealing with difficult people. And this could be your boss, it could be your spouse, it could be... Someone you're dating, it could be a family member, it could be someone that you just work closely with, maybe in a a group or something like that. She starts off by saying that everyone has some narcissistic tendencies to some degree. So it could be, and this is just my assumption, is that it could be that someone self-centered or they're putting blame on others or they're not taking responsibility or they're being blatantly blunt about their opinion or their thoughts on us or on a subject. And that just further intensifies the personalities that we see um, that we would characterize under narcissism um, with the cockiness, the manipulative the manipulation, the patronizing or demanding behaviors. It also goes on to say that it could be a teacher or a student or somebody else that you work with that have narcissistic tendencies. So um, it's very important to point out that just because someone has narcissistic tendencies does not mean that they can't be likable or they can't be lovable or they can't be fun or... Um, a good worker or intelligent or whatever. They, I mean, they are master manipulators, so uh, they're very intelligent sometimes, but um, sometimes, not everybody, but um, I think just the fact that there are people who have these tendencies and they use them to build relationships with others or get what they want out of others, that's usually what their intent is, to, like, uh, using you as a means to an end. So um, we tend to fall for their trap because they're very good at like what they're saying or how to suck you in to talk about them or to look at them or to believe them. And um, it's usually something that they need to deal with is more their problem than yours. So it's something that they need to deal with that's kind of deep, deep rooted. And um, There is a such thing as having pleasure in the pain of others, and that's usually what a narcissistic personality type is doing, just 
finding pleasure and knowing that they can get over on you, they can manipulate you, they can brainwash you, they can kind of make you believe that you're the to blame or you're the reason why they are having problems. Um, yeah. Another interesting fact that I found in this article is that there are different types of narcissists. So a psychologist from the University of Nottingham um, named Vincent Egan and collaborators in 2014, they questioned 850 participants online to determine the relationship between their well-being and the narcissist's personality tendencies. And the two types of narcissists were distinguished in that study. So the first type is um, a vulnerable narcissist. Their outward shell is of self-centeredness and self-absorption, but that is just to mask that they're have a they have a weaker inner core, maybe a weaker sense of self. In contrast, you have the grandiose narcissists who truly believe in their own greatness and they believe that they are better than you and that um, they are kind of untouchable. They even have man- manipulated themselves to the point believing that they are good and better than everyone else and that they are as good as they think they are. So they're not only manipulating the others, they're also manipulating themselves. Both of these kind of narcissistic personality tendencies will get under your skin, they'll antagonize you, they'll get in the way of a of you accomplishing your goals because they want to manipulate you and make you think that you're the reason why they can't get ahead in their life. And so they're always trying to one-up you and always trying to steamroll you and make you feel like you're less than. And they do that to everyone. So it's not just one in particular person. So that's why it's very valuable to know this information. An article on Healthline.com titled 10 Tips for Dealing with a Narcissistic Personality by Anne Petringlo. I thought these tips were pretty realistic, so I wanted to share them with you. If you're dealing with someone in your life who is treating you in a way that makes you question whether you are involved with someone who has narcissistic tendencies. Um, So just, you know, someone... Again, who has an inflated sense of themselves, they need constant praise, they take advantage of people, and take advantage of you, and they don't really have any empathy, not, not recognizing or caring about what other people need or, or want or whatever. Um, no consideration of others. So the first thing it said was to see them for who they really are. Try not to see them for their potential, what they could be, what they used to be, and, you know, where they said they were going to be or what they were going to do in life. And just see them for where you are, where they are, and who they are, and how they're treating you. And um, you may want to... um, bring it up to them and bring it to their attention, but most likely because they are narcissistic, they don't really uh, value your view of them. They just kind of, and then they're trying to change it. They're kind of like, this is who I am and you got to deal with it and you're not going nowhere and you don't, you know, no one else is going to deal with you. So they're just blatantly disrespectful. They'll lie and manipulate to keep you. So number two, break the spell and stop focusing on them. So you might want to change your 
way of dealing with the situation by focusing on your own needs because a lot of times when you're dealing with someone who's narcissistic you've been focusing on what they need because they've kind of coached you to do that they've kind of responded to you in a way that's like hey but what about me yeah you said that about what you need but what about my needs so take the attention off of them and put it back on yourself and give yourself um, that attention so that you can maintain your self-confidence and your security in yourself. Um, if you, it, uh, the article also says, you know, if you want to break, uh, take a break from the attention-seeking behavior that they have, you may need to do that. And it may be time for you to um, kind of set your boundaries up there and um, go either leave the situation, do something else, or if it's a romantic relationship, you may want to reconsider and reevaluate that relationship because you're never, it's never going to be enough. They're always going to want your attention more and more and more. They're going to do things that require it and demand it more and more and more. And it's going to deepen your insecurity and you questioning yourself. So you need to get back into your own self. Like, what are my strengths? What are my desires? What are my own goals? Number three, speaking up for yourself. So, um, you know, it just said uh, sometimes there's times when you should say something. Sometimes there's just times where you just need to be like, okay, I'm done. So you need to know when you need to speak up, uh, whether it be with a, you know, a spouse or um, even a parent, um, your boss, uh, it could be a so, um, a sibling or a co-worker, or even with your child. Children can be narcissistic as well, just have those tendencies. So, um, you know, and, and especially if it's family, you can't really like X them out of your life, but you can learn how to respond to them. So just learn how to speak up for yourself. What 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 works? What have you noticed that works? What do you notice that doesn't that kind of triggers them to become more um, hostile towards you? Then those are the things you don't want to do. But if you figure out what works, what helped to get you uh, out of the situation where they're not you're not having this back and forth and be consistent and um, specific with that, then it will help you to be treated better. It will also help you to feel better about dealing with this person and just prepare yourself each time when um, you need to, to take care of yourself and also to take care of the situation without adding more fuel to the fire. Number four is set clear boundaries. And this is something we always talk about here at PS10 Radio. Always set your boundaries with with everyone. <laughs> um, but, you know, they need clear boundaries. They need to know that you are not okay with how you're being treated and that you will not deal with them if they act in a certain manner. And that's your way of training them. So maybe they give you unsolicited advice or take take credit for something that you've done or pressure you to do something that you don't want to do. Um, what you need to do is just set your boundaries and set your person this personal space. No, I'm not going to do that. You know, be very clear. Um, don't give them too much information about something that you've done. You know, maybe make sure that you already have um, 
you know, set the boundary on that as far as like, this is what I'm doing. I'm not going to tell this person until it's completed because then they're going to try to take it over. They're going to try to take credit for it. You know, we have to kind of pace ourselves with those kind of things. And even there may be things that, hey, you don't, it doesn't matter. You like, you know, it doesn't matter if they say they did it or not, you know, Um, but you need to make sure that you have that boundary set and then talk about what consequences you have if they continue to treat you um, the way that they're treating you. But it can't be a consequence that you're not going to follow through with. They know and they can see through idle threats. Um, They make statements all the time that kind of put you at bay to them so they know and recognize it when you do it to them even more so. Number five, expect them to push back. So when you are dealing with someone who is narcissistic or has narcissistic personality tendencies, once you set your boundaries and once you speak up, they're going to test you and they're going to make you question yourself and they're going to make you feel guilty and they're going to make you believe that you're being controlling to them or being unreasonable to them and that you lack empathy towards them but be prepared stay on your ground don't give in to it that is exactly what they want you to do and that's exactly where they want you to be questioning yourself and not following through number six remember that you're not at fault this is an actual psychological personality disorder It is not your job to try to change that or to try to heal that or try to treat that at all. Especially if it's a family member, you need to just take responsibility for your own self, protect yourself, speak up for yourself and set your boundaries. And if if it's um, at all possible, maybe you need to avoid having too much interactions with that person, but just know your truth and don't let them take that away from you because that's exactly what they want to do. And often that looks like when they're trying to make you be uh, responsible for something that's going wrong in their life. Don't take that on. Don't even argue with them about it. State your fact and move on. Do not go back and forth. And this is a power struggle that we get into sometimes as parents with kids, um, sometimes with our spouses. We tend to get in a power struggle. But what we need to do is just state our ground and then move on. Don't linger or nag or go back and forth about it. Number seven, find a support system. especially if it's a family member, then you need to have people outside of that person that you have a healthier relationship with, that you can vent to, you can take time out, you can do something fun or just productive, or you can just let go and not have to worry about tiptoeing or 
um, walking on eggshells or any of that. So it gave suggestions in the article about, you know, take a class, take up a new hobby, do some volunteer work, work in your community, do something around people who appreciate you. So that even like rekindle old friendships of people that, you know, are very nurturing to you or who are kind to you so that you have you can recognize and see that everybody isn't like that and everybody is not treating you that way and and most people do respect you where this other person may not so it's a good idea to to do that just look for healthier relationships in your life number 8 insist on immediate action not promises so if they say oh i promise i won't do that again or i promise i won't say that again i promise i won't treat you like that Okay, I want you to show me, and I'm only going by actions. That's usually how they kind of deal with things. They like to say things and don't follow through just to keep you in their life, keep you in their web, if you say. But um, you need to make sure that you are actually holding their feet to the fire and counting on them to match your actions with your words. You know, you say you're going to do this, then do it. Okay, you didn't do it. Here's your consequence, you know. So consistency is really key to dealing with a narcissist. Number nine, understand that our narcissists, uh, they need professional help. And it's not Like I said before, it's not your job to be their therapist, to be their life coach, whatever. It's not your your job really is to make sure you can maintain your own sanity when you're dealing with them, especially if it's someone who's in your family, because you're going to have to deal with them probably, you know, on a fairly regular basis. You just need to make sure that you are, you know, showing that I support you and I love you, but I'm not going to tolerate the way that you are behaving. So and encourage them to seek professional help, get them professional help if they're, um, you know, a child or a teenager. Um, If it's a spouse, encourage them. Hey, I want us to work. So let's get help together. You know, you can present it in a way that puts it on you know the relationship and not necessarily it's your problem you got to go get help but our relationship is suffering I want to know why I want us to do this you know and just like with anything else you can only control yourself seeking professional help with um you know is really something that they have to want to do in order for it to work It needs to be someone who is trained in narcissism. Otherwise, they can manipulate the therapist. So it's just so much deeper than that. But they have to want help. And um, so you can only control yourself. You can't make anyone actually go to therapy or even engage in therapy. It's not your responsibility. It is their responsibility. The tenth tip is to recognize when you need help. If you are starting to feel anxious when you're around them, you've developed anxiety, depression, other um, physical, psychosomatic symptoms of just dealing with them, then you need to seek out 
not only your doctor, but a therapist of your your own or even like um, a support group or again, just those positive nurturing relationships and in, um, in your life, because when you are dealing with a narcissist, it can take so much energy and mental anguish can be a toll on you. And so you want to be able to know that you are taking care of yourself because that's your primary goal is to take care of yourself. And that's really been the theme of this whole um, article and the 10 things to do to kind of deal with them. You know when it's time to move on when um, the person who has the narcissistic personality tendencies becomes verbally or emotionally abusive when they start um, with the name calling and, and insults, the public humiliation, yelling and threatening you, being jealous, possessive, accusing you of doing different things, blaming you for everything that goes wrong, just monitoring your every movement, isolating you from your family and friends, telling you that you should feel bad about just being who you are, that you're no good, no one else is going to want you. When they um, gaslight you and deny things that are obvious, trying to make you feel like, nope, you're 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 not even thinking straight. This didn't even happen. Trivializing your opinions and needs, so many things. The list goes on. But once it gets to the level of abuse, then you know that this is not the a healthy relationship for you, and that you need to move on. And in order to do that, you just need to again get help. Um, there's a national domestic abuse hotline. There are community mental health agencies to seek out um, different shelters you can go to. Look for as many supports and healthy ways to move forward as you can. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode on learning more about narcissism and narcissistic personalities and how to handle someone who is narcissistic in your life. And don't forget to seek out help if you are in a position where you're in a relationship with someone who is not treating you well. As always, be the best you that you can be one positive step at a time. Peace.